I've got one. I've got one. Do it then, yes. <laughs> What's this? Quack. <laughs> That's easy. It's a duck. Ah, yes. A mad hatter and a March hare. Visit either you like, the Cheshire Cat said. Oops. This looks like the place. How about this? Quack. I don't know. Duck a la rage. Okay, what about this? A touch mat, all right. But they seem larger than the Duchess and her lot. Perhaps I should add a tiny bit more of my mushrooms. Let's see. The left hand is for larger, right? Or was it... I'll simply have to try one and see. Oops, that's too much. A bite from the right. Perfect. I shall fit right in now. How about this? Quack! I've got it, I've got it. Don't tell me. Peking duck, right? Now nah, my turn. Charades! Let's see. How about if I go like this? I don't know. What about this? I don't know that All either. All in the golden afternoon, in fancy they pursue a dream child moving through a land of wonders wild and new. In friendly chat with bird or beast, and half believe it true. And ever, as the story drained the wells of fancy dry, and faintly strove that weary one to put the subject by, the rest next time. It is next time, the happy voices cry. Well, I guess this is it. Appears you've got a visitor. No, wait. This is my house. I didn't invite anyone. Surely I didn't. Are you sure? Looks rather like Bo Peep. Or is it Bell Peep? Lost your moutons, have you? <laughs> Alice, a childish story take, and with a gentle hand, lay it where childhood's dreams are twined in memory's mystic band. Like pilgrims with a wreath of flowers, plucked in a far-off land. Good afternoon. No room, no room! None at all! There's plenty of room. <clears throat> Have some wine! I don't see any wine. There isn't any! Then it wasn't very civil of you to offer it. It wasn't very civil of you to sit down without being invited. I didn't know it was your table. It isn't. It is. And it's my chair, too. The March Hare's chair. And the Mad Hatter's chatter. Oh, a good one. Besides, the table's set for a great many more than three. Well, now we are four. And who, might I ask, is he? The Dormouse. A bit uncivil of you to ask, don't you think? It was uncivil of you not to introduce him. Why is a raven like a writing desk? Good. Riddles. We shall have some fun now. I think I can answer that one. Do you mean that you think you can find out the answer to it? Exactly so. Then you should say what you mean. That's what my sister said, too. I do. At least I mean what I say. That's the same thing, you know. Not the same thing a bit. Why, you might just as well say that I see what I eat is the same as I eat what I see. You might just as well say that I breathe while I sleep is the same as I sleep while I breathe. It is the same thing with you. Ah, what day of the month is it? The fourth. Two days wrong. I told you butter wouldn't suit the works. It was the best butter. Dunk your watch, do you? Yes. 
Yes, but some crumbs must have gotten in as well. You shouldn't have put it in with the bread knife. It was the best of butter. What a funny watch. It tells the day of the month, and yet it doesn't tell what o'clock it is. Why should it? Have you guessed the riddle yet? No. I give up. What's the answer? I haven't the slightest idea. No, I... I think you might do something better with the time than wasting it asking riddles that have no answer. The Dormouse is asleep again. Right you are. Six o'clock, time for a spot of tea. Oh, of course. Precisely what I was going to say. Is that the way you tell time, then? I don't tell him a thing anymore. We quarreled last March, just before he went mad. It was at the great concert given by the Queen of Hearts, and I had to sing, Twinkle, twinkle, little bat, how I wonder where you're at. Up above the world you fly, like a tea tray in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little bat. That's not how it goes. You know the song, then? I've heard something like it. Well, I'd hardly finished the first verse when the queen bawled out, He's murdering the time off with his head. How dreadfully savage. And ever since that, he won't do a thing I ask. It's always six o'clock now. Is that the reason so many tea things are put out here? Yes, it is. It's always tea time, and we have no time to wash the things between whiles. So you simply move around the table from place to place? Right, exactly so. Suppose we change the subject. I'm tired of this one. I vote Bo Peep here tells us a story. My name is Alice, and I'm afraid I don't know one. Then the, the doorhouse shall. shall. Come on, wake him up. Huh? What? Tell us a story. Yes, please do. And be quick about it, or you'll be asleep again before it's done. Once upon a time, there were three little sisters, and their names were Elsie, Lacey, and Tilly, and they lived at the bottom of a well. What did they live on? They lived on treacle. All day long, they... they... They couldn't have. They'd have been ill. Let him tell the story. But it doesn't make any sense. Treacle. They drew it from the well. But I thought they lived in the well. They did, well in. But... They were quite talented and could draw all manner of things. Mousetraps and the moon and memory and muchness. Muchness? Yes. Like when you say something is much of a muchness. Did you ever see such a thing as a drawing of a muchness? Why, uh, uh, no, of course not. Then you shouldn't talk. There you go being rude again. I'll not stand for it. But you just did, didn't you? You really ought to say what you mean. I stood up because I am leaving, but... Stands to reason. Dunk your mouse, do you? There. Ah! What fun we're having now. <laughs> the stupidest tea party I've ever been to. I'll never go there again. I don't imagine they would ever tell me how to find that lovely garden I saw, even if they knew, which I sincerely doubt. Oh, a door. I'm sure it wasn't there a moment ago. Isn't that curious? It's the hall I was in at the very start. But then everything seems curious today. And there is the little door. The mushroom on the right, please, miss. Not too much. There. Thank you, Mr. Caterpillar. 
But I'm sure these roses were white. Oh, look. Someone has painted them red. Look out, Fife. You're getting paint on me. Hey, I couldn't help it. Seven bumped my arm. That's right, Five. Always lay the blame on others. Oh, well, besides, you could use a spot or two. A three. Then I could take your place. Oh, but my dead body. Why, they are just big playing cards. Better not talk, Five. I heard the Queen say she thought of having you beheaded. What for? For bringing tulip fruits to the cook instead of potatoes. Ooh. What? Shh. Would you tell me, please, why are you painting those roses? Why, miss, the fact is, this ought to have been a red rose tree. Only we put in a white one by mistake. Yeah, if the queen was to find out, we'd all have our heads cut off. And perhaps yours as well. Mine? The queen, the queen! The king and queen of hearts! Oh, praise to Her Majesty, the Queen of Hearts. Yes, Mom. I'll find your book. Your most obedient Who is this? My name is Alice, so please, Your Majesty. And who are these? How should I know? It's your garden. Off with her head! Remember, my dear, she's only a child. Very well. Can you play croquet? Yes. Come along, then. On! It's... it's a very fine day. Very. Oh, Mr. Rabbit, it is you. I see you found a pair of gloves, all right. Hush, hush, or she'll hear you. But she's only Queen of Hearts. And Marchioness of Bob Turtles. Stop! Now! Recession! Oh! What are they? Players, take your marks. They are in the soup. Raise mallets. Mallet. Begin. I'm first. Play is immediately extremely intense, with Her Majesty taking a surprising early lead. The regulation live ostrich neck croquet mallet responding superbly to her every command. But they're all playing at once. Meanwhile, the king has encountered a serious problem. The purebred lop-eared hedgehog he has been using all season seems to be refusing to remain rolled in a ball. Out of my way, you idiot! Off with his head! Remember, my dear, I'm your husband. Such a disappointment, too. Very well, then. Carry on. The pack comes around the far wicket, and it is Her Majesty in the lead, followed closely by Alice, who is having a little trouble controlling her ostrich. <laughs> and by the Knave of Hearts, followed closely by, it appears to be, the head of a cat, ladies and gentlemen. A very large Cheshire cat. A large, smiling face. We meet again, eh, little one? Floating over the field. Yes, but where's the Duchess? She's in this blockhead's jail, then, isn't she? That's rather impertinent of you. Even if you are a cat. Off with its head. No, you can't. He's my friend. Stop the game. At once. Players, retire. Besides, my dear, its head is already off. And it's the only creature here with any sense. How can you say that? You haven't even met the Mock Turtle. The Mock Turtle? I'd rather meet someone real.
Griffin, you are all pardoned. Oh, right here. So please, Your Majesty. Up, lazy thing, and conduct our young ward to the glebe. Ward? So be it. This way, please. Oh, what fun. Sorrow, really. It's all fancy. But surely he has a tale to tell. This here young lady wants to know your history, she do. I'll tell it. But you must sit down and don't speak till I'm done. Once I was a real turtle. (gasps) Is that it? When we were little, we went to school in the sea. The master was an old turtle. We called him Tortoise. Why did you call him that unless he was one? We called him Tortoise because he taught us. Oh, she really is a bit dull, isn't she? She may have never lived under the sea. No, I haven't. And perhaps you were never introduced to a lobster. I once tasted... No, never. So you can have no idea what a delightful thing a lobster quadrille is. No, indeed, I don't. What sort of thing is it? Well, if this griffin will help me, perhaps we can... Why, certainly. First you form a line along the seashore. Two lines. Seals, turtles, fish, and so on. Advance twice... Each with a lobster as a partner. Of course. Advance twice, set to partners... Change lobsters and retire in the same order. Then, you know, you throw the... Throw the lobsters. As far out to sea as you can. Then, swim after them. It's a very pretty dance. But that wasn't it. One must also sing. Oh, yes, sing. But I can never remember the words. Beneath the waters of the sea, all lobsters thick as they can be. They love to dance with you and me, my own, my gentle salmon. Salmon come up, salmon go down, salmon come twist your tail around. All the fishes of the sea, there's none so good as salmon. Or something like that, anyway. Thank you. Uh, would you like to see the second figure, or perhaps the Do you thir- know any more songs? Certainly. Huh, no accounting for tastes. How about... Mock turtle soup. Oh, sing it. Beautiful soup, so rich and green, waiting in a hot Such dainties would not stoop. Beautiful soup, beautiful soup, soup of the Beautiful soup, soup of 
Again, beautiful soup, so rich and green, waiting in a hot ring. Oh, would not stoop for soup, green soup. Beautiful soup, beautiful soup, so give me a rich and hot and green soup, a soup. The jury will rise. Oh, the trial's beginning. Trial? What trial is that? Oh, come on. Do we get the refreshments before or after? The refreshments? What do you mean, dear? Why, all those tarts, of course. Ahem. Shush. The king's got a funny white wig. He must be the judge. Oh, right you are. And those are the jurors there. But the queen's the one to watch out for. Silence in the court! Harold, read the accusation. The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts all on a summer day. The Knave of Hearts, he stole those tarts and took them quite away. Jurors, the evidence is before you. Consider your verdict. Not yet. There's a great deal to come before that. Well, very well. Call the first witness. Will the Hatter please step forward? Beg pardon, Your Honor. I haven't finished my tea. You should have. Speak up or I'll have you executed. No, I'm a poor man, Your M- M- Majesty, and I hadn't begun my tea, not above a week or so, and what with the bread and butter getting so thin, and the twinkling of the tea... The twinkling of what? It began with the tea. Of course twinkling begins with a tea. What do you take us for, idiot? Go on. I'm a poor man, Your Majesty. Only the March Hare said... He didn't. Uh, you did. I deny it. He denies it. Leave that part out. Continue. I'm a poor man, Your Majesty. You're a very poor speaker. I'm afraid that's all I remember of it. (laughs) Order! Order! You may stand down. Thank you, Your Majesty. But I'm on the floor as it is. Then you may sit down. Next witness. Call Her Eminence the Duchess's cook. Give your evidence. I shan't. What? My dear, I do believe... Oh, get on with it, then. Well, if I must, I must. What are tarts made of? Pepper, mostly. Draco! Call that Dormouse. Off with his whiskers. Well, it won't be long now. But they haven't got any evidence yet. Order! I'm afraid he got away, Your Majesties. Got away? What is this? Bumbling. Never mind. Harold, call the next witness. Call Alice to the stand. Here. Oh, I beg your pardon. I didn't mean to. Order! Order! 
The witness will try not to be so clumsy. I appear to be growing again. Growing? Well, the trial cannot proceed until all the jurymen are back in their proper places. Oh! I'm so sorry. Now then, what do you know about this business? Nothing whatever. That's very important. Unimportant, Your Majesty means, of course. Unimportant, of course. I meant unimportant. I meant important. I meant un- unimportant. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Silence! Rule 42. All persons more than a mile high have to leave the court. I'm not a mile high. You are? Nearly two miles high. Well, I shan't go away anyway. Besides, you just made that rule up. It's the oldest rule in the book. Then it ought to be number one. Ahem. Jurors, consider your verdict. There's more evidence. This paper was just found. What's in it? It appears to be a poem written by the prisoner. They told me you had been to her and mentioned me to him. She gave me a good character, but said I could not swim. Please, Your Majesty, uh, I didn't write that. Silence! Continue, oh, rabbit. On with it, I then. gave her one, they gave him two. You gave us three or more. They all returned from him to you, though they were mine before. This is the most important piece of evidence we've had yet. But uh, I-, I didn't write it. He must have imitated someone else's hand. And it isn't signed. If you didn't sign it, that's a sure sign that you meant some mischief by it. If not, you would have signed it, like an honest man. Please, Your Majesty, I'm a jack of hearts, but but I do have a good character. See there? Just like in the verses. It also says I could not swim. You can't swim, can you? Uh, I made a cardboard, much like yourselves, sire. I gave her one, they gave him two. That must be the tarts. But it goes on to say, they all returned from him to you. And there they are. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Nothing can be clearer than that. Let the jury consider its verdict. No. Sentence first, verdict afterwards. Stuff and nonsense. Hold your tongue. I won't. We must hear the verdict first. Only then can you... Off with her head! Who cares about you anyway? You're nothing but a pack of cards. Oh, go away. My tale is a long and a very sad one indeed. Oh, dear, how puzzling it all is. Speak roughly to your little boy and beat him when he sneezes... He only does it to annoy. One side will make you grow taller and the other shorter. One side of what? Of the mushroom. It sounds like that rabbit again. Fetch me my gloves and fans. I can't. I'm stuck. And I simply must get into that garden. Huh? Huh? Wake up, Alice, dear. What? Where, Where am I? Why, you're with us, of course. You've been sleeping. Oh, I had such a curious dream. You must tell it to us then. Please, you must. Well, first there was a rabbit, see? A white rabbit. Only it wasn't an ordinary one. He had a pocket watch and a dinner jacket. And he didn't live in an ordinary rabbit hole. 
Thus grew the tale of Wonderland. Thus slowly, one by one, its quaint events were hammered out. And now the tale is done, and home we steer, a merry crew, beneath the setting sun. But can I never go back? <laughs> go back? Where? But Alice, a childish story take, and with a gentle hand lay it where childhood's dreams are twined in memory's mystic band, like pilgrims' withered wreath of flowers, plucked in a far-off land. That Alice sat on, of course, for a time, with half-closed eyes, and half believed herself in Wonderland again. The long grass rustled at her feet as the white rabbit hurried by, and she thought she could hear the rattle of teacups as the March Hare and his friends shared their never-ending meal, and the distant sobs of the mock turtle. She did go back once, of course. You know all about that. After a time, when only the memory of that place remained, the woman Alice became kept the innocent. Loving heart of her childhood. In those years, she would gather about her other little children, and make their eyes bright with many a strange tale. Perhaps even with the dream of that same wonderland of long ago, and find pleasure in their simple joys, remembering her own child life and the happy summer days.